predictable, traditional, maybe a little boring, but <laughs> I think we know which way the world prefers it. A United States that in a, in a perfectly normal, predictable way tries to end up solving a bunch of global problems or, as I say, the circus freak show we had for the last four years. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. The Circus Freak Show, eh? Circus Freak Show. That's great. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071, six minutes after nine. I'm Sean. How are you? Is everybody having a good time? Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Yeah, I'm going to start off with something that has absolutely nothing to do with the news. Something that happened last half hour and last half hour of wear in Rima that I, I all weekend long I've been waiting to go on the air with something because I felt that I would be revealing something that people didn't know about. I'm serious all weekend long. I can't wait to get on the air with this. It's a real life, real world thing that I experienced. I'm going to go on the air with it, and it's going to freak people out. And, 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 and I, I guess I'm late to the party, but I. I my stepdaughter and her boyfriend went to a club over the weekend, and they saw a couple there who were dressed like elves, and they had freaking rubber freaking ears on. They're dressed like freaking, they're grown-ass adults dressed like freaking elves. And and they said they were there at their, at their, ta- at their table, and they were like, I don't know, touching fingertips like they were talking... <laughs> In elfish, you know, telepathically or, or some crap, some mystical crap. <laughs> and my stepdaughter was like, I couldn't believe they're like, they're dressed like elves. They have rubber pointy ears on. And, and so I thought, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on the air with this. You know, people are now because you know that people identify. We've we've got cross, eth, you know, trans ethnic. Where you, you know, if you're white, you can identify as black. Although that's usually not cool. But you can identify as whatever the hell you want to identify, right? You, you're a dude. You can identify as a woman. Mm-hmm. You're a woman. You can identify as a dude. If you're pansexual, you can identify as a frying pan. You know, I mean, you can identify. I'm kidding. But you, you can identify as whatever the hell you want. We talk about this stuff all the time, right? Right. And so I was like, well, now people are identifying as mythological creatures. And they're grown-ass adults. And so I looked it up. It's They're called otherkins. Other kin. Other kins. Other kin, like K-I-N, like kin, like your family. Other kin. And Glasgow and Trey are looking at me like I'm, I'm the most, like, the biggest dumbass in the world. Like, I'm so naive that I didn't know people were identifying as mythological creatures. And so I brought it up on Wikipedia, because if it's on Wikipedia, it's true. <laughs> well, at least it's spelled correctly. They're called other kins. A subculture of people who identify as not entirely human. Now get this crap. So yeah, you can identify as a freaking dragon or an, or a hobbit or an elf, right? But they have other uh, categories of other kin include fiction kin, those who identify as fictional characters. Get this. Concept kin, who identify as abstract concepts. I am existentialism. I just am. You know, I mean, how do you identify as a, as, a, as an abstract concept? Can you be confusion? I'm confusion. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how the hell who, Kips, who came up with that? I am anger. I'm happy to be so. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm maudlin. How you doing? Mud. Kind of bummed today. Um, look, <laughs> weatherkin, people who identify as weather systems. What? How the hell do you identify as a weather system? How do you identify as a weather system? You're a sentient freaking being, man. You can't be rain. Well, when they first started, it was around a time when pretending to be something you're not was still considered BS. Well, what? Right. Are, are you now identi- I'm going to identify as BS. I'm going to identify as the abstract. No, I'm saying con- everybody knew, like, uh, oh, I identify as this. Yeah, whatever. Right. Have fun with that. Well, but, and you said it was a form of cosplay. 
Because well, I, I mean, know that's, the that's basically are, what it was. Well, furries are people who are weirdos who dress up in animal costumes and they have orgies out in the woods. I mean, they're weirdos, right? Hey, whatever. Everybody needs a hobby, right? But somehow, but but I I think this is more because that's different. And cosplay, you know, if if you're you know some chick who's dressed as Wonder Woman at a comic book convention, mm-hmm. that's what I always thought cosplay was. Right, you, you, you. They, they, they build these costumes. They're nerds. They build these. <laughs> they get these costumes. <laughs> they should identify as nerds. And they, I mean, it's cool. Some of the chicks are kind of, you know, look pretty good in spandex. Sure. Some of them don't. <laughs> but I'm just saying, they, they dress up in costumes like superheroes, and they go to Comic Con and they hang out. You know. Right. So that's I, I get that. Sure. These are people who identify as this crap. They live their stinking lives like this. 24 7, 365. They, whoever these two were at this club, they believe they're freaking elves. They've got their grown ass adults walking around with rubber stinking ears on. Mm-hmm. I want to get some devil horns and find me some other kids and say, I'm the devil and I, I'm going to eat your soul. You know, just to freak <laughs> them out. I eat souls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean. What, have we, has the human race just lost its stake in mind? Have we just lost it? Are these the end times? The answer is yes. <laughs> you identify as a freaking elf and you go out in public with rubber ears on. And then Trey says to me, he says, well, how do you know there haven't ever been elves on planet Earth? I'm like, well, I don't, but I'm sh- damn sure they didn't wear rubber ears. Right. If there were elves, I could be a hobbit because I got hairy feet. Have you ever seen my feet? They're hairy. Oh, unfortunately. Tops of my feet are hairy, man. They're hairy. Uh, Chris, I'm going to start identifying as a hobbit. All right? You got the feet. See? He, he, didn't yeah. even hear, he was talking right. to Martin there. He didn't even hear it. Who is that? Is that Martin? Yeah, it is Martin. He didn't even hear He didn't hear me say about the feet thing, and Chris just said, you got the feet for it. Do you know what I mean? <sighs> God. So Life. let me... I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I have, identify as a pencil eraser. What? I have some questions. Before we go to the break, I have some right. questions. Then I got some new stuff. I'll because talk about. you seem very upset about this whole thing. Well, I, so am. I, you know, my concerns are, are, is, is simply this. Are you upset that this is actually going on? Or are you more upset that this is going on and you thought nobody else knew about it and you stumbled onto something? It's okay. a little of both. Right. Okay. I, I I I I think it's very strange that grown ass adults are walking around with rubber ears on, identifying as elves. Right. I think we're losing our stuff a little bit there. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yes, I'm a little new to this party, but my God, how do you I, concept can you can identify as an abstract concept as an ad, as a weather? <laughs> I mean, there comes a point, man. There comes a point where it's just beyond ridiculous. If somebody you know spits when they talk, then they can you know. I identify as spite. You know, I mean, <laughs> it could be a rainstorm. A rain. I identify as rain. That's why I slobber all the time. Right. I'm. I'm just saying that it, it's it, this whole I identify as dot 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 thing is is getting a little is getting stupid. It's beyond stupid. Mm-hmm. I thought it was beyond stupid when people started demanding that you use plural pronouns like they and them for somebody mm-hmm. right but if you're walking around like a freaking elf well as, as, as often the case with things like this sean well, and this is just the old man and me talking right whenever this type of thing happens it, it it gets to the point where the effort gets to be too much for those involved and they just give up they give up <laughs> i can't believe chris said they, something they about my hairy feet you, you were the one who brought it up well, but he wasn't even listening at the time. He was right. conferring with someone there in the in the darkness in the, of the shadows They're of the, of the studio. They're talking about the fact that you need to shave your feet. And he just throws, I say hobbit, and he throws in, well, you got the feet for it. Didn't even hear me say it. Thanks, Chris. So, you know, there you go. I got hairy feet, and but I, I'm not wearing rubber freaking ears, okay? That's, you, that's some of you out there. That's what you're doing with, with your fairy dust. You know, I mean, look. And I, I don't care. Live however you want to live, all right? I'm that guy. If you want, I, I, I trans, I know some trans people. I, I don't care. I, I'm, I don't care about your pronouns, you know, but right. if you want to live that way, fine. But, dude, you're walking around like a freaking elf, man. That's a little weird. You're like a human Clydesdale. A human Clydesdale. With your hairy feet. Oh, God. And the 
endless stink of beer. Anyway, two one zero five. But not in the car. <laughs> hey, not in the car. Don't, don't, don't drink beer in the car. No, I'm, I don't drink beer at all. Two one zero five. I. I don't. When did this start? Well, I'm stopping drinking, man. Oh, I'm 12 okay. stepping my way to happiness oh, here. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to say chugging isn't considered drinking. I'll see how you are. Yeah, he still Actually, sips. I had a couple of beers over the weekend, he's but still, I, I'm working up to it. He sips them. He doesn't I'm drink working them. up to it, okay? I'm 12 stepping my way to the 12 steps, okay? There we go. Oh, you know, those hairy it's feet are going to take some time. What's that? Those hairy feet going to take some time to get these 12 steps. <sighs> 12 hairy steps. <laughs> I'm going to identify as a pair of chanclas. Just start throwing myself at people. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Get hit in the face with a chancla and it'll leave some hair behind. Oh God! What the hell? This show is like an acid trip today. Two one zero five nine nine. Not that I know anything about that. What acid trips are like? I don't know anything about that. I got high. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. 23 minutes after 9. Um, we have the strange case of Christopher Sign, who was 45 years of age. He uh, was an anchor on a local station in uh, somewhere in Alabama. Uh, and he reportedly, uh, he's being in a place called Hoover, Alabama. He's, he, his death is being, over the weekend, is being investigated as a suicide. He's found, his body was found Saturday morning by Hoover police. Hoover, Alabama. Uh, and, uh, you know, he was a very successful guy. Uh, he'd written a very successful book. He'd had a very successful career. Like I said, he was currently an anchor at, uh, at a local ABC, uh, I think ABC affiliate. Yeah, ABC, uh, it was ABC affiliate. And, uh, with three kids, seemed to have a pretty good life. And was driven in his career, and he, he apparently committed suicide, allegedly. Oh, yeah, he's the guy that broke that uh, tarmac story with uh, A.G. Loretta Lynch and uh, Bill Clinton. Remember that? Well, Hillary Clinton was being investigated by the Attorney General. Uh, he, he, Bill Clinton and her uh, uh, just happened to end up on a tarmac at an airport together, and they spent some time alone on an airport, and allegedly uh, we're talking about their grandkids. Christopher Sign broke the story and uh, wrote a book about it. Said they weren't talking about the grandkids at all. They were talking about the case against Bill Clinton's wife, the investigation, which is a bozo no-no when you're... That's a little inappropriate. If you have an open investigation into the president's wife and the attorney general and the, who is conducting this investigation or whose office is conducting this investigation and the husband of the person that uh, she's investigating, you know, we get together on an airplane uh, for about, I don't know, was it a half an hour or something like that? Uh, neither uh, felt they were doing anything inappropriate. And uh, Chris uh, Christopher Sign writes this book. It's a very famous book. Ends up committing suicide, which is a little hinky-winky because it seems like a lot of folks who uh, end up, uh, you know, uh, uh, crossing or, or going against the Clintons or exposing something about the, the Clintons, well, they tend to end up dead. And usually since Vince Foster as a result of suicide. The book uh, was Secret on the Tarmac. And, uh, yeah, he committed suicide. And I looked up the, the, the list, uh, of all the folks who have fallen afoul of the Clintons. And there's like 46 of them, man. There's like 46 of them. 46 people who have either committed suicide or died under mysterious causes. And now we have yet one more. It, you know, I mean, if this were any other criminal case, 
you would want to investigate the hell. If you had a person or a couple who, who whenever somebody uh, crossed them in some way, ended up dead, you would invest. If you were a, a, a prosecutor, you would want to investigate that or have that investigated, wouldn't you? I mean, I, I've seen a lot of uh, ID network stuff and uh, a lot of forensic files. Oddly, so is my wife. That's why I don't piss her off. And make me disappear with no evidence whatsoever, man. I'd just be gone. Anyway, point being that there have been people and couples who were like serial killers. And so, you know, you have a guy and three of his ex-wives turn up dead. You know, you start looking into this guy. You got the Clintons, 46 people associated with them have died under mysterious circumstances. No, 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 no investigation of any merit or worth. Do you think it's a little odd? Now, I could be totally wrong. Maybe the guy, I mean, look, one thing I know about depression and, and, and suicide and, uh, is that sometimes the happiest people are the ones who, who are the ones who are, 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 are struggling the most with their inner demons. So it's not really an indicator of anything as far as suicide if somebody appears to be successful and happy and consent. They could be anything but inside. So I, maybe he did. I don't know. But do you think it's a little strange that the guy that wrote the Tarmac book at 45 years of age with three kids just committed suicide suddenly? I mean, does that seem a little weird to you? 210-599-5555. We'll also talk about the passing of Ned Beatty. And, Chris, whatever you do, whatever you do, Chris, please, whatever you do, don't play that banjo music. Please, don't ever... Whatever you do, don't play banjo music when we talk about start talking about Ned Beatty. That would be that would be so. See, there you go. See, that's so disrespectful. See how disrespectful you are. I see you get up that hill. You got you a pretty mouth. All right, two one zero five nine nine fifty five and five at Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Yeah, News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Hi, nine thirty eight. On the Shaw and Rama show, how, how the hell are you? Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. We'll talk about Ned Beatty coming up. That's just so offensive. I, I can't believe every time I mention his name, you play that music. Ned Beatty. That's just horrible, Chris. The man's gone. He's crossed the river. He's gone home, and you're just... I do want to talk about something else, though, briefly beforehand. And Trey and I brought this up, and... <laughs> You know, it, it, today is just examples of how weird crap is right now. We go to New Jersey, and New Jersey is fairly weird in and of itself. New Jersey is just a bad part of town, like the whole state, you know. People all say, which exit? No, no, the whole damn state, you know. Although, I, you know, uh, 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 Atlantic City is cool. It ain't Vegas, but it's cool. Ocean City, it's got some nice boardwalk uh, towns there. South Jersey sucks. <laughs> you want to die, go to freaking Camden. Uh, we're, it, this is in Randolph Township, New Jersey. And the the high school board, or the board of, I guess the board of education there, in May, had it last spring, had decided to change Columbus Day to Indigenous Peoples Day. Indigenous Peoples Day. And now they've decided just to S-can all holidays. They're just, they've taken all the holidays off the calendar. So when it's Chrissy Miss, it's just day off. Thanksgiving, day off. Uh, the, the new calendar for the upcoming school year has no holidays listed on it, just the days off. Board member Doreen Roche says, if we don't have anything on the calendar, we don't have to have anyone. Let's see if I, she's, she talks like she's from New Jersey. If we don't have anything on the calendar, we don't have to have anyone be heart feelings or anything like that. In other words... You know, if, if you don't have any holidays, then people who don't celebrate those holidays 
don't get upset. Who the hell are these people who get upset? Now, the Columbus Day thing, you know, I, that's been going round and round for a long time. But, my God, Christmas, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, you know, Thanksgiving, Yom Kippur. You can celebrate Yom Kippur up there in the hill country. I'm just saying they've gotten rid of all the holidays because some, I guess, do kids get upset if a holiday rolls around that they don't celebrate, their family doesn't? I don't, I didn't know anybody like that in school. Do you know what I mean? What? If their parents tell them to get upset, they will. Well, give that man a prize. Touch my nose, pointing at you. Touch my nose, pointing at you. It's mommy and daddy being uppity. It's what it is. Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, you know, you knew the Jewish kids got a whole stinking week of presents. You know, it didn't, it didn't upset me. <laughs> I thought the little tops were cool. You know, I'm just saying, I did, I, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't, we get one day, they get a whole week. I didn't, like, sit around going, oh, I'm so, I'm so upset. I'm so hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Father's Day, Mother's Day thing, you know, where, well, not everybody's got a dad, or not everybody's got a mom and a dad. Some people have two dads. Some people have two moms. Some people have elves. You know, I mean, I. Well, it's just who are these people that get that upset? I don't know any kid, and I didn't know any kids growing up that were upset. Like if you got a kid who's got a single mom, who's got a single mom, right? Single parent house. I never saw him get upset. Nobody's ever upset about Father's Day rolling around. Do you know what I mean? As long as the old man keeps sending the checks. I'm just saying, who are these people that get this deeply offended by holidays, man? When I started getting rid of Christmas, I started to lose my mind. When my kid, I told Trey this, when my kid, when my daughter was like five or six and she watched, Ka- she was going through the Caillou stage. Boy, that was bad. The Caillou stage. I wanted to drink Drano, man. Shut up, you whiny little brat. Um, stop giving in to him. You know, that's just exactly how I watch Caillou, you know. Hold him accountable. Hold Caillou accountable for something, please. But that's what she was going through, her Dragon Tail stage, the Caillou stage. You know, she was watching liberal crap on it. My, my ex-wife had her watching liberal crap on on public television when she really wanted to watch SpongeBob and, uh, you know, South Park which was what she watched with Daddy when Mommy wasn't around. But I'll never forget, it was she was going through the PBS thing, watching all the PBS crap in the morning when she was a little kid. Dragon Tales was another one that annoyed the crap. And I mean, how, how do they fly with tiny-ass little wings? Anyway, and I remember Christmas rolled around, and it was Christmas Day. And my child is watching the Christmas programming on public television. In Colorado. And instead of calling it Christmas, they called it Happy Snow Day. It was called Happy Snow Day. They didn't reference Christmas in any way, shape, or form. It was Happy Snow Day. And as a bunch of liberal idiots in turtlenecks with with scarves. And they're pretending like Happy Snow Day is a real thing. Like, people actually celebrate Happy Snow Day, and they got all this fake snow. It's Colorado, and they got fake snow in the studio. And there's all these you know, little punks hopping around in fake snow. Happy Snow Day. Here's another episode of Caillou. You know, I wanted to die. I'm just saying, it's horrible. It's Christmas. Thanksgiving, the holidays. You take the damn day off, don't you? Mommy and Daddy take the damn day off, even though they don't want to acknowledge that it's going on. Just so, so sick of everything. Now I'm getting pissed off again. I, I, you know, I was talking about earlier about other kids can identify as abstract concepts. Abstract. I'm going to identify as bitterness for the rest of the show. I am bitterness because I hate everything. No, so no holiday. Well, it'll be fun to grow up in that uh, district there in New Jersey. Your life already sucks because you live in New Jersey. You're growing up, growing up in freaking New Jersey. People aren't proud of that crap. They're proud if they grew up in New York. They're proud if they grew up in Connecticut. 
They're proud if they grew up in Maine. Who the hell is proud of growing up in New Jersey? You know, come on. So your life sucks anyway, because everything smells like a dumpster. And then all of a sudden, you, you can't even have Christmas in New Jersey. There'll never be a Hallmark movie called Christmas in New Jersey. <laughs> You ever notice they don't have any Hallmark movies in New Jersey? You know why? Because New Jersey sucks. All right. 210-599-50. Are holidays bad? Are holidays offensive? Do you think holidays are offensive? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And uh, we'll take a little break. And we, when we get back, we will talk about uh, Ned Beatty and uh, the past. Well, oh, God. Don Morgan is not offensive. Every time I say the man's name, watch. Ned Beatty. That's so wrong, man. You got a pretty mouth. Um, (laughs) We'll talk about Ned Beatty. Well, it will as a cultural phenomenon, and you know, I kind of mentioned this on Facebook last night. And I got to take a break here as soon as my script comes up on my computer. Stretch, Sean, stretch. Ned Beatty. Um, but, you know, it, it, I was talking about this last night on Facebook that you and I are at that age now when a lot where a lot of actors and performers and songwriters and band, people that we grew up with are right. crossing the river, man. Sure. Because they're in their 80s, you know? It's weird. Sometimes younger. Sometimes younger. <laughs> well, like Prince. God, that That's still young. blows my mind, man. That Prince is gone. Prince, Tom Petty, that blew my mind. Tom Petty. Yeah. But Ned Beatty, man, he was just one of those guys that <laughs> That is so wrong and offensive, Chris, that you do that. He hated that. Did you, did you know that? Okay, let's take a break. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Nah, I'm Sean. Ned Beatty died. Well, you know, again, I was talking to Don about this, that, that, you know, all these actors that you and I grew up with, you know, and Ned Beatty, God, was in everything. Actually, Deliverance was his first major film role. (laughs) Think about that. That was his, in 1972, that was his first major film role. And that, if you think about it, that character and what happened to him in that movie followed him for the rest of his life. Hey, I see you get up them hills. I see you just drop them drawers. That's the, and apparently he hated that. He hated that he did over a, he did over a hundred and sixty movies. Man, I'm looking over the list now. I forgot half these mo- that he was in these movies. Life and Times of Judge Roy Bean, one of my favorite movies. Paul Newman. All the President's Men. Nashville, which is a great flick. Network, Silver Streak. Whoa, The Exorcist Two, The Heretic. Well, you know, they can't all be Oscar winners. Superman, of course. 1941. Back to School, The Fourth Protocol. Uh, Switching Channels, Midnight Crossing. I mean, it's 160 movies. But don't you, the only two movies that people remember are Deliverance and Superman. You know what I mean? Mr. Smucker! Remember that, Gene Hackman? Mr. Smucker! I was telling Trey, the the scene I always remember was in the prison when they're trying to break out. He's trying to climb the ladder to get in the balloon. (laughs) He's just pulling pulling the balloon down. down. (laughs) And Gene Hackman cuts him loose, man. Lex Luthor. Mr. Luthor. Hey, Mr. Luthor. And Deliverance, well, that was some disturbing crap, wasn't it? Made me want to stay out of Appalachia. Do you know that, that the, the guy who played the, the albino banjo player on the roof? <laughs> well, he was, man, when Don Morgan's laughing. That's what he was. He still lives up there, man. He's, he's like, you could look him up online and see the actual dude. He still lives up there in the mountains. Uh, where, where was that? Allegheny Mountains, Shenandoah? Shenandoah Mountains, I'm trying to think, where Deliverance actually took place. 
And I got to look it up because it's bugging me. I forgot John Borman directed that, one of my favorite directors. Uh, I'm trying to think of what, where, what part of the country that, that took place in. River. Well, they were they played guys from Atlanta, city boys from Atlanta. Oh, northern Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> you want to have date night with some hillbellies, you go up to northern Georgia. And, uh, you know, that movie just, yeah, but apparently that bothered him, that no matter what he did, because he did so many other movies, people only ever remember Deliverance, and they only ever remember that one scene, man. Phew. What was his name in that movie? I'm trying to remember here. Uh, it's Bobby Tripp. Oh, man. And then Burt Reynolds start take, starts taking him out with the arrow. Remember the guy's face goes into the branch? That was a really that was disturbing as crap movie. It really was. And that stuck with him, and I guess it bothered him. Well, I guess that would bother you, too, if people remembered you, you know, in your tidy whities all sweaty and covered with, you know, leaves and stuff. Uh, I, I said, told you this story that I was uh, friends with Ronnie Cox on Facebook for a number of years because we have a lot of mutual friends. He does plays a lot of music around South Texas. I didn't know him well, but we would interact every now and again. And then he mysteriously unfriended me when he, uh, Ronnie Cox had a, a, a slight accident on his 10-speed. Chris, where he fell off his 10-speed. And I even sent a picture. I commented. I said, dude. Were you injured? He's like, no. And I said, when you got up, you should have had your arm, like, you know, behind your head like this. So I'm okay. I'm all right. Okay. Did it ding, 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 ding. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Congresswoman Omar is a valued member of our caucus. She asked her questions of the Secretary of State. Nobody criticized those about how people will be held accountable if we're not going to the international... Court of Justice. That was a very legitimate question. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I said, I said, I said, but <laughs> whatever. Sit down before you fall down. Uh, hour number two of the Sean Show. It's Monday. The phone lines are open two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You know this this thing in Austin over the weekend. Man, we got fourteen people who were shot. I think one of them has passed, and uh, I think there's another in very in highly critical condition. A critical condition, uh, and apparently, and I'm I'm still a little foggy on what exactly this was. Uh, Sunday morning, I guess, or was it Friday night? Friday morning, Saturday. I, I'm not sure, uh, but it was six uh, six streets, uh, you know, on off of Congress in uh, Austin, which is the party block, where all the bars are, where all the young people go, and there were a couple of guys who had some kind of dispute. Opened fire on each other and uh, started, you know, hitting. I mean, with that, if you've been there, if you've ever partied there or just been down there on Sixth Street, you know, I mean, there's not a, the streets aren't all that. It's not a very wide street off of Congress and put a lot of people uh, on that street. And you got two guys shooting at each other. A lot of people are going to get hit, and a lot of people did. Uh, and, uh, and I'm still not sure if it was, they sort of alluded that it might be gang related or maybe it's just two guys that, you know, didn't like each other. I, I don't know, or had a dispute of some kind. One of them has already been apprehended. That person is underage or is, a, is still a juvenile, so they're not, uh, releasing the name. The other person is still out there somewhere, as far as I know at this hour. And what's weird, well, maybe not so weird these days, but what's interesting about uh, the story and our, our thoughts and prayers go out to all the folks who and family members who, whose uh, family member was injured or you know was in the hospital as a result of this or let alone lost their life, like the young man who was shot in the abdomen and died, is that 
after the initial news conference with officials in Austin, they stopped referring to the ethnicity of the two suspects. Um, I, you know me, I I, I go on a, a self-imposed news moratorium from uh, after when I get off the air on Friday till about Sunday morning. I don't watch any news. I just need, need to take a break. And so I didn't really start catching up on this until yesterday. And it, you cannot find a news story that refers to the to the ethnicity of the suspect or either one of them. It doesn't exist. It's not being reported. Uh, Trey said he saw the initial or one of the initial news conferences, and I guess the chief of police out there up there uh, was saying we're not going to refer to the ethnicity of the suspect anymore because it, I guess it reinforces negative stereotypes. Well, then you shouldn't go around shooting people. And isn't that weird? You know, what's weird about that, because this isn't the first time this has happened where you have a, a story like this and they refuse to acknowledge that the people who did it were black, or the person who was the shooter was black. All right. But in this case, you you have someone who is still at large. (laughs) You know what I mean? You you have a suspect out there somewhere who is a part of the shoot-em-up, and you're not telling people what the guy looks like. Well, I'd say that they're harboring a fugitive. Well, they are in a sense. He's a thin black guy with dreadlocks, as far as what we heard initially. You will not find that in any news story. And as we said earlier on the morning show, on the on the Where Rima show, you know, if it were a white guy, you'd know it was a white guy. But because it's a black guy, you can't say that. You can't let people know it's a black guy. He's a black guy. Because that reinforces negative stereotypes. Well, I, you know, I think it's not about race. This is not about racial stereotypes. This is about a guy who opened fire on a, on a crowd, essentially. And how are you supposed to know if the guy, if you just saw the guy, or if the guy has just come into your world somehow, if you don't know what the guy looks like? This is ridiculous, man. This is insanity. But you know why? But you know this is why the violence. And plus, you know, Austin's a perfect example. I mean, holy crap! I lived there ten years ago. At this point, over a decade ago is when I first lived. I lived in Austin for about a year and a half, almost two years. And back then, it was kind of dicey. It wasn't nearly what it is now. But back then, you know, I used to uh, uh, take my kid. And, you know, she was like eleven, ten, or nine or ten. You know, we go bop around Congress Avenue for the day. We go to the comic book store. We go to Franz Burgers. Remember Franz Burgers? Down there around 1 Street, 1st Street. I say 1 Street. <laughs> it was down there near 1 Street, Chris. Which is right at, right before 2 Street. Franz, Bur- Franz Hamburgers. Best hamburgers. It's all closed up now. Uh, but we, you know, we, she and I would go, we like to go into little shops and stuff, and we'd bebop around Congress Ave, my kid and I, and go home. We lived about 20 minutes away in Lakeway. I didn't like, you know, Austin wasn't the kind of place that I ever really felt all that comfortable at night. Uh, and I partied a few nights, uh, in, in Austin with my dudes, uh, down there around 6th Avenue and stuff, and, been down there with Kinky a couple of times, and uh, you know, it, it, now it, they've they've def- they've cut the budget for the police. I think by fifty percent. They're doing a lot of the same crazy crap with the homeless. They got homeless everywhere, crapping in the, in the, on the sidewalks and on the streets. Violence is going through the roof, but see, you can't address the violence. It's like Chicago. Chicago, I think there's like thirty-four people that got hit over the weekend. Sorry, I'm having the lawn done. Uh, if you hear that rumbling in the back. Uh, so, you know, it, it's it's really just got to be a damn dangerous place. It really is. And it's a shame. Because Austin used to be. I mean, it's, I would never want to live there again. You know, not that anybody in Austin would want me to live there again anyway. <laughs> but, you know, Austin was cool. There were cool places to go to, you know. There was a place that I used to like to go to called, uh, I think it was called the One-Eyed Cat. It was a Johnny Cash-themed bar on the edge of town, and uh, everything was Johnny Cash. That was kind of a cool place to go, but not anymore. Magnolia Cafe. Magnolia Cafe. I don't think I ever made it to the Magnolia Cafe. Magnolia Mud. 
The only thing I will say about Austin is I didn't care much for the Mexican restaurants. You know, when you're, there was the main one there on Congress Avenue down by the, the, the costume shop and the, and the boot place. Can't think of, think of the name there. I took my wife there once and <laughs> some freckly ginger steampunk comes up, you know, with a handlebar mustache and shorts, piercings. Got the tortilla soup. It had kale in it. You know, I mean, my wife was very disappointed. Kale in the tortilla soup. Kale. Uh, but, you know, it, it's just it, it's it, that city is being ruined. Here's Tim. Tim, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Uh, good morning. Hey. I'm just reporting on a similar situation. Just took It just happened an hour ago on my job site here. I'm a superintendent on a project, hired an individual. Um, he uh, had an altercation with one of the neighbors uh, Friday afternoon. Uh, we had to let him go during his firing this morning. He got awful aggressive, pushed my boss, uh, slapped his coffee out of his hand, threatened him with a gun, mm. told me he wanted to fight. We called the police. They showed up. They went to his apartment. They said that because uh, he didn't give him authorization to search his place or his car, they couldn't look for the gun or the drugs. And they've had problems with this kid since he's in high school. He's gang-affiliated. And then uh, they've had nothing but problems. And they pretty much told us our hands are tied, their hands are tied. And although he's a known criminal with multiple background issues, and they've been dealing with this kid since school, there's nothing that we can do. And all we can do is look over our shoulder for this guy. Wow. And I wonder why this happens and nobody gets – and people get – I don't know. Nothing ever – I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, we were talking about Austin, but I mean, uh, you know, we're st- certainly things are getting kind of dicey here. Yeah. This is Seguin. Oh, Seguin. Oh, really? Yes, it's Seguin? Yes, sir. Wow. I'm doing a, I'm doing a uh, trail improvement project for the city of Seguin. Right. Superintendent. Right. He's just an employee that we hired off of the streets. Uh, wow. Local help. And uh, just mushroomed. Uh, you know, he just has a constant demeanor for. Well, I mean, I, I I don't want to get into an individual case on the air. I mean, I, but I mean, I, I, I it is getting bad. We start seeing gang stuff in Seguin. Wow. And the hands are tied. They can't do anything about it. Right. All right, man. Well, I'm sorry about that. That's, that's disturbing. It, it, look, it, it's things getting things have always been a little edgy in San Antonio. I've been here ten years now, but man, it's it's getting weird all over town now. You know, you, you really got to watch who you, <laughs> who you scrap it up with, man, these days. Uh, but, you know, again, uh, we have a mayor here who is kind of of the same ideology as uh, the mayor Adler guy in, in Austin, in that police are bad. You need more folks to de-escalate. Got to let the homeless live wherever the homeless want to live. Right? You know, I mean, it's 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 the same kind of policies that lead to this crap, and it's it's bad because it ends up destroying entire cities and towns. We were talking about Austin, how you can't. They, they were refusing to report on the ethnicity of one of the guys that got away that was part of the shoot 'em up in Austin because he's a black guy. They didn't want to reinforce negative stereotypes. It ain't about stereotypes. It ain't about race. It's about criminal justice. You look at the, uh, like Austin, Chicago, Baltimore, these cities are imploding because at the same time, nobody wants to address gun violence, illegal gun violence and crime in these inner cities because the cities themselves are, are, are strangled by liberal policies and have classically been so for a long time. Uh, which, uh, you know, when you're, when you're handing out a lot of money and dumping a lot of money into a, into a town thinking that'll do something, you end up just creating more misery. Simultaneously, nobody wants to actually talk about it because, well, then you're reinforcing negative stereotypes about people of color. Simultaneously, they're also gutting the police departments in these towns. It's insanity, man. It's a perfect storm of crime. Or a perfect storm to give rise to crime and random crime and violent crime. Uh, John wants to talk about Austin Mexican food. John, hang on. We'll talk to you when we get back. Can you hang through the break, brother? 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi. Now to the important stuff. We were talking about violence in Austin. Now let's talk about Mexican food in Austin. I, you know, I just, I, Chris, I've just got, I've become such a snob. He's nodding his head, man. Well, this the best Mexican food well, I've ever had in my life is here. Right. It is, you know. If, if you're going to be spoiled with Mexican food, this is the capital. This is the place to be, to do that. I mean, I got two, two different, three different places in my neighborhood alone. Jalisco's is my favorite with the shrimp ranchero, the shrimp ranchero. The hole in the wall places are the best. Well, they are. And I had a buddy of mine I was talking to over the weekend and said that that food truck at the end of the street where I live is supposed to be have really good street tacos. Like, the food trucks are great. Uh, they're basically mobile holes in the wall. <laughs> mobile holes in the wall, right. So I want to try that next. But, I, you know, I, Mexi- I but when I got to Texas, I had a really flawed understanding of Mexican food, as most people do, man. The weirdest thing about Austin is their Mexican food. It's just not very good. I'm sorry. It's just not very good, man. Again, you got some some 40-year-old steampunk who lives in his mom's basement serving it up. Put freaking kale in the tortilla soup. My wife wanted to get up and walk out. She was the only Hispanic in there. She was. Oh, wait, the guy went into the kitchen to wash the dishes. That guy was Hispanic. Everybody else was like a hippie or a steampunk weirdo. With, like, pierced tongues and crap, you know? There's nothing worse than some honky steampunk with a with a handlebar mustache and a rod through his tongue. Do you want the tortilla soup, dude? Dude, it's so good. And then the, uh, the, the, big, the biggest insult is they bring you the freaking tacos in those little holders, you know what I mean? You know what I mean by the holders? The little freaking taco holders, man. Looks like something we used to put 45 records in. You know, little little taco holders so you don't sully your fingertips when you when you eat the damn thing. I didn't like to, I didn't like Mexican food in Austin. But again, I I you know, I the only Mex, only places I've had Mexican food up to that point were Maryland and Colorado. And Mexican food in Maryland and Colorado all tastes like ketchup. It's just like ketchup on a tortilla, man. It really is. Here's John. John, how you doing? Sean. Yeah. Hey, I used to listen I used to listen to you on ninety eight nine up here in Austin. The big talker. <laughs> yeah. So I just ran across you in San Antonio. I'm a Jack Riccardi fan and I found you and I was like, Oh, there he is. Rock on. Man. Hey, so man, oh, come on, man. Matt's El Rancho and El Arroyo in Austin. Dude. I never made it there. I never oh, made it dude. to well, is that good? You need to come up to Matzel Rancho and get some Mexican food. That's I'm in San Antonio, man. <laughs> it's an hour away, brother. It's Why do I got to drive an hour for what I got right here? We'll make a day out of it. I will. Go, go to Barton Springs. Go okay. to Matzel Rancho. But you know anyway. the place I'm talking about on Congress Avenue with all the yeah. freaking hippies? I do. I do. I do. Um, the What you do in Austin is you go to the little hole-in-the-wall places. Um in fact, this is ironic, and I'm going to try and A little too ironic? I'm parked next to a grease trap for a little Mexican shop, a Mexican restaurant in a bee cave, and it's pretty disgusting, but I know the food in here is really good. <laughs> bee caves. I used to live right down the road from there. <laughs> I know. I know. Where you, I, well, I don't know where you live. But I lived I in Lakeway. Lakeway. I was like, yeah. I was the only Very renter cool. in Lakeway. <laughs> and there's actually a couple of good places in, in Lakeway, so if you're willing no, there to isn't. do a visit. <laughs> well, no, maybe, we'll. <laughs> maybe we'll. Maybe There is Lake one Lake place Lake. we used to go to, but it's not, a, you know, I think back and it's like, it, I only thought it was good because, you know, I assumed it was Texas and it must be good, but it wasn't. You know, yeah. so I got to go, man. But I, 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 thanks for following me here. It's an excuse to drive your new CD player. I, I, I don't want to drive the I don't want I don't want to get my car stolen, all right, by homeless guys on heroin. All right. I just don't. I'll drive my new C D player to, to Austin and a couple of homeless meth heads will like kill me for it. So no, that's all right, I'll stay here. 
Well, why the hell would I want to go to Austin for Mexican food? Because nine times out of ten, it sucks. I'm sorry. It, I, it just does. Now, there are exceptions. All right. I never made it to the exceptions, but why would I want to leave San Antonio to get Mexican food? Here's Ray. Ray, how you doing? What's going on, brother? Hey, man. I'm all right, man. This is you guys all the time, man. Thanks for taking my call. What's that? Hey, uh, oh, no problem. I used, to, I, used, I used to live in Austin uh, in the years back. I lived around the Comanche Trail, around Lake Travis. Right. Yeah, that was a bomb. I was a lake rat and all that. And I used to do a lot of work for uh, the Oasis. Now, that Mexican food, the menu has been the same for decades. It's brand Mexican food, but... I think uh, the best place, one of the best places to go is, is there on First Street. Uh, I don't know if you probably heard of one in a million. It's a little but it's good good food. And there's some other places there on the east side. Of right, right, right. That are pretty good, you know. All right. and, uh, well, I'll check it out, yeah, man. I want to that. And then another thing I want to mention about Austin, yeah, it, 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 it's gone pretty bad. Uh, Austin used to be a place to hang out. I used to sponsor the Bob Hardy Festival. Right, I, I, I got to go here, right. But, you know, uh, it is still a cool place. It's because what you're looking for. All right, Ray, I appreciate the call. Why does everybody keep trying to convince me to go to Austin to get Mexican food when I live in San Antonio? Why is everybody trying to get me to go to Austin for Mexican food when I live in San Antonio? I live in San Antonio. Okay, there's a taco, you know, place, just a little tiny-ass taco place that has three tables right down the street from me. That's where my shrimp ranchero is. They love me there. You won't even go to Austin Highway. Why? Why? You're right. If it's got the A word on it, I don't want to be near it. Stop trying to convince me to go to freaking Austin to get Mexican food. I got I got better Mexican food in my neighborhood, man. What the hell? <laughs> Here's Jerry. Jerry, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Well, I think that Austin is not a place to go. You need to go down to Mittman Fine Food on the east side of San Antonio. They got eight or nine tables, none of right. them. They kind of wobble a little bit, and the food you can't beat. I, I could eat Mexican food, good Mexican food, seven days a week, man. Mittman I, Fine Food on the east side of San Antonio. Octavio I, I, and Maria will take care of you. I'll check it out, brother. I will. I'll check it out. Well, like I say all the time, Don Morgan and Trey are the only honkies I know at this point in my life. You know, I'm well. Well, Chris, yeah. You know, what I mean is, most of the people I hang out with are either Hispanic or they're Jewish. I now identify as a Mexican Jew. I, I because of my friends in the hill country, I identify as a Mexican Jew. You say Chalom. <laughs> Chalom. <laughs> Don Morgan obviously didn't hear that, or he'd be laughing. Chalom. That's what I'm saying to people. I identify as a Mexican Jew. <laughs> I'm just saying, why the hell would I drive my lazy ass to Austin for Mexican food when I got the best damn Mexican food in my damn neighborhood? Hell, Chacho's is better than anything you'll find out in Austin, man. Two one said, I love Chacho's. It's just too far for me to go. See, I, look, where I live now, I don't. I used to go to Chacho's like once a week. Okay, right down there off of Bandera. That's now too far for me to drive. Okay, I, that's my neighborhood. I, I don't, it's too far to go to Chacho's. And you guys are trying to get me to go to freaking Austin to get a freaking hippie taco, freaking kale-ridden tortilla soup, like some steampunk weirdo with too many freckles on his head and a rod through his tongue. No, it's all right. You do to tell you what he's making me to do. Nah, it's all right, dude. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Take one more Austin call because it's ostentatious. Blech. New Stock 550 KTSA. Let's go to uh, Mark. Mark, how you, we were talking about Mexican food in Austin and just the general suckiness of Austin. Here's um, here's Mark. Yeah. How you doing, man? Good, dude. Uh, I, I'm, I actually live in San Antonio. Um, so uh, I still have my same phone number, but I'm not in Austin. I've lived in Austin, kind of right. like you. Um, long story short, first I've got to say that uh, – 
you're like spot on with everything you have to offer. <laughs> I, 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 we were born in the same mind in philosophy and religion and everything. Okay. Um, that being said, is is I live in San Antonio. Uh, Mexican food, you know, is great. Uh, it'll make you fat and blah blah blah. Uh, but back to your topic um, of Austin. Um, you know, I, I, I um, at fifty eight years old and uh, or young, and uh, I remember when three sixty was like a ghost town. Um, and Sixth Street wasn't bad, right? But it, it's so unfortunate that you know the Democratic ideology on uh, uh, on the streets has changed so much. I, it I has. took my wife to San Francisco, and and I knew it had gone down the tubes, or uh, you know, dumpster, and it's just. I was so embarrassed. Yeah, mm. she. You know, I've traveled all around the world, um, and I've been grateful for that. And I've seen a lot of things. Right. But um, I guess what is strange is like you know, if you go there and they're just they, they can live anywhere. You can't yeah. even walk down sidewalks. And why Austin, you know, adopted that? I have no idea. But the California's in the toilets. I mean, it is so much in the red. Uh, and, and yet, why do people not wake up to, you know, uh, you know, to this? I don't know. It's, it's perplexing to me because Austin, you know, I lived there 10 years ago. It wasn't that bad. You know, I mean, it, it, it was a little edgy, but not no. that bad. And, and yeah, I used yeah, to enjoy yeah. hanging out downtown and taking my kid to all the shops and stuff. I mean, yeah, we're, we're being funny about the Mexican food. Oh, their Mexican food does suck. But I mean, I, you know, I, I enjoyed the town, you know, enough. And in the 10 years since, it's just gone down the toilet, man. You know, and Sean, I appreciate Austin because, you know, in some sense, you know, there was yin and the yang kind of thing. You know, for every developer, there was somebody, a tree hugger. And well, was, the, the, okay. the musical and the artistic culture up, up there was, was great. I enjoyed that, especially the music part of it. But now, yeah. man, uh, You know, I, I, I like I, I tried to take my wife up to San Francisco or she just hadn't traveled much. And, and it's like, you know, I sat on a rock outside of what I thought would be a nice hotel. Campers everywhere. You can't yeah. bus stops. You can't. And, and this this lady, I was sitting on a rock, and I'll make this short, about uh, done, uh, is that, you know, I, I was enjoying the beautiful California weather. And this lady defecated in herself and sat on the same rock I was on. Oh, God. That's California, yeah. man. San Francisco. Wow. Hey man, yeah, I appreciate the call. I just I got to run, hey. but Mark, thank you so much, man. All right, Sean, thank you. Take care. You know, and that's look, that's coming here too. This is why city elections are so stinking important, and that's where we keep screwing up because we're not we're not we're not swapping out the leadership here. We got Clayton Perry downtown still. That's it. Okay, they, they Nuremberg and the rest of them they like this stuff. You know, they like this. This is what they want here. They want to flip this town. They want to flip this state, which means you might have Aqualung taking a cramp on a rock sitting next to you. You know, so there you go. <laughs> There's an image to carry with you in your mind. Aqualung taking a crap. There you go. 210. We'll talk some more about Ned Beatty coming up. Also, the dude who got swallowed by a freaking whale. Man, I got that coming up. That's an interesting story. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean in my dumb little show. Time is it? We'll take one more call than what the whale ate. Uh, that's coming up on uh, News Talk 550 KTSA. This is Lynn. Lynn, how are you doing? Hey, Sean, how are you? Great. What are you thinking? <laughs> I had to call in about the Austin. Um, my my family and I, we lived in Houston, had to move to Austin for my husband's job. Right. And <clears throat> completely disappointed in everything about it. Um, yeah. We uh, We lived kind of down south in the hill country so 
we never really went into the city much. Right. We usually went over to San Antonio. Better food, better people. Um, and we just recently moved up here to um, north of Dallas. Right. And completely surprised how much nicer people were. Oh, really? We didn't realize how rude everybody was around in Austin. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it, and the Mexican food does suck. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It just does, man. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're alive and live in Dallas there. Uh, yeah, we yeah, miss you here in the San Antonio. We lived there. It it went downhill right. quick. Well, you know, it's just funny, but uh, when I first, because I, you know, I kind of was starting the early days of my friendship with Kinky, and when I called him up and said, "Well, it looks like I'm moving to San Antonio," he's like, "Well, that's a step up <laughs> from Austin yeah, to San Antonio." For real? Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget yeah, that. It's a, yeah, it uh, it, it surprised us like. Um, how it was there you yeah. know it, it wasn't anything what we thought it would be no i i um, never really enjoyed living there i really didn't uh, i i enjoyed day tripping it with my kid downtown but that's about it i gotta run lynn thank, yep. thank you so much yeah right. have a great day you too rock on so i just gotta throw this out one of the things that's on my bucket list in fact it's pretty much the only thing on my bucket list is before I die, I want to see a blue whale. I want to take my kid, my family, to see a blue whale in the wild. So I've, I've always been fascinated by marine life and by whales and dolphins and stuff. And you, you got a guy, stories. When I first saw this over the weekend, I'm like, that can't be true. We got a guy off Cape Cod who is a lobster diver. He, this, these are the big honking lobsters that you can't catch in a net. You have to physically go down there and get them. Off the seafloor, and this guy is diving for lobster, lobster, off of uh, Cape Cod. And uh, at one point, he feels a shove, and then he is in complete blackness. And he feels, he, he realizes very quickly, he is in the belt, he is in the mouth of some kind of creature. At first, he thinks he's been swallowed by a shark, but then he realizes there's no teeth. And he realizes he is in the mouth of a freaking humpback whale. He got eaten by a humpback whale, man. And he could feel the muscles pulling him down. Thought he was going to die, as most of us would. And then I guess he didn't taste very well, Chris, because the, the, the humpback whale spat him out again. But he was in the he was in the body of of a humpback whale for, like, uh, almost a full minute, I think, before he got spat out. That would be a weird experience, to say the least, don't you think? You know, getting swallowed by a whale. I mean, that, that that's an unusual thing to have happen to you. That would have been weird feeling the thing's muscles trying to swallow you down, man. Well, at least taste tested. Ugh. And you know that had to smell really bad, man. There ain't no whale Listerine, if you get my meaning, if you know what I mean, man. Ain't no whale Listerine. Thank God it was a baleen whale, not a sperm whale. I know, you think I'm saying something dirty. I'm not, no. Sperm whales, are they, they are meat eaters. They have teeth. Uh, they go after the squids. They go after the squids. The big squids. The big honking squids. Sperm whales know how to do sushi, man. But you know, baleen whales—they have the uh, the filters. They just—they uh, eat shrimp, little shrimpies, like I do. They eat shrimpies. We don't eat them the same way. Krill, krill, krill shrimp, right? Well, that's what they—they're shrimp. Krill are, are shrimp. They're a crustacean. They're shrimp. They're not like what I get at Jalisco's. I don't get the krill rancheros. I'm just saying that they—they—they're shrimp-like things. And the the baleen whales, why they have those big bottom uh, baggy jaws that they they swim through the water, they fill their that big elastic mouth with water and shrimp and whatever else crap floats in there, and then they strain it out through those bony plates of baleen. So there's probably all kinds of weird crap that gets. There ain't no there ain't no whale floss either. Gullet goo. It's got to smell bad, man. It's, it's got to smell like that. I wonder if I, I, if I could interview the guy, I'm like, what, it, dude, what did, what did it smell like? Was it really horrible? 
No, oddly, it smelled like Listerine. I don't know. So that was a hell of an experience. <laughs> so I guess the Jonah thing could have happened. You know, the Jonah and the whale thing could have happened. Except they screwed up and called it a, called it a fish. <laughs> it was a small bite in the belly of a big fish. She was in the big belly of a big whale. I just think whales are fascinating creatures. And, and uh, the blue whale actually is considered to be one of the most intelligent creatures on planet Earth. So are, so are dolphins. They're very, very intelligent creatures. And they speak to each other, and they sing. They sing songs. And sometimes Judy Collins sings along. And that sucks. Uh, two, I've got a couple of minutes here if you want to hop in. Ever been swallowed by a large sea creature? 210-599-5555. Once got my pinky stuck in an oyster shell. <laughs> Not quite the same thing as getting swallowed by a damn whale. You shuck an oysters, Chris. You know, you got to make sure that the damn thing doesn't shut on you. You got to make sure you get that foot cut. You ever had your fingers squeezed by a crab claw? I have. It hurts. It's some fascinating radio, isn't it? <laughs> well, I, I get some. Check out the <laughs> check out the videos on the website ktsa.com. Tomorrow I'll be doing another cupcake video, which will be disturbing. I don't know if I'll do a video tonight or not. Depends on how I feel. Uh, and I got some blogs and stuff on the website too on the Sean Rima page, KTSA.com. Oh, I got a, I got a post kinky song from Friday. Oh, programming note, Kletto's gonna start joining us on Wednesdays, uh, at 10.05. He's a, I saw him over the weekend with the hero, uh, humor for heroes. And he's just a funny guy. And so we started thinking, hey man, why don't you come on the show? Cause he likes the show. He heard the whole get thing with the, with the Texas wall last Friday. He was just cracking up about that, man. But putting signs on the wall. Go on now. Get. You know, and he thought that was the funniest crab in the world. You know why? Because it was. So Cleto's a cool guy, and he's funny. Awesome. So we're going to call it Here's Cleto. <laughs> well. Because he'll be, man. you know. Found him. <laughs> found him. Here's Cleto. So that's going to be one Wednesdays. Quite the brainstorming session you guys have going on for that title. That was fun, man. It was good to see him. He's a good guy. All right. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.